we are empowering our local health directors and county officials uh, that understand their local communities and conditions uh, better than any of us. Dental offices are geared up uh, to start prioritizing these patients um, and creating a very safe office for the patients to go to. From restaurants to casinos to hair salons to pro sports to, yes, even dentists, we're taking a look at California's efforts to reopen more businesses. Welcome to our ABC 10 News Coronavirus Impact Podcast. I'm Ben Higgins, and we're looking at the different ways the ongoing pandemic is having an effect on our community. Now here are some of the top coronavirus headlines for Monday, May 18th. Governor Gavin Newsom made a big announcement today saying most counties can move forward at their own pace for phase two reopening. Bottom line is people can go at their own pace uh, and we are empowering our local health directors and county officials. Under the previous guidelines, one of the requirements included no COVID-19 deaths for 14 days. Under the new criteria, a county can move deeper into phase two if it has stable hospitalizations of COVID individuals on a seven-day average of daily percent change of less than 5% or no more than 20 COVID hospitalizations on any single day in the past 14 days and less than 25 new cases per 100,000 residents in the past 14 days or less than 8% testing positive in the past seven days. Testing is improving, tracing, uh, we are training and is, and deploying our, our tracers. We're getting PPP uh, up or PPE up uh, and we're getting it out uh, and we are seeing a significant uh, steady rate of decline over a long period of time in the number of people hospitalized. The governor also says if trends continue in the right direction, hair salons and in-store retail may open in a few weeks. We're moving into important a few weeks ahead of us and uh, we're going to start seeing a lot more activity. Uh, let's just make sure we do it thoughtfully uh, and very, very strategically. And if all of that sounds a little hard to determine, you'd be right. But county officials do believe that San Diego meets or is close to meeting the governor's standards for advancing further into stage two. Uh, we believe that we meet these standards, uh, but we will wait for a, f a formal briefing uh, by our public health officer at tomorrow's County Board of Supervisors meeting. Uh, if we are allowed to move forward, it could be very rapidly in opening uh, and allowing these new entities in San Diego County. Uh, and the major entities remaining in Stage 2 are in-person dining uh, and in-person retail. County leaders say opening more businesses could happen in a matter of days. They'll submit plans to the state today to reopen Phase 2 businesses at a faster pace. Viejas Casino officially reopened its doors today. Those going to the casino will notice some changes. The casino says it's requiring face coverings and temperature checks at the front door. That led to long lines of people waiting to get in. Once they got inside, gamblers found every other gaming machine disabled to encourage social distancing and markers on the floor to keep people spaced out in line. State and local leaders wanted the casino to postpone its opening at least a week. Other local casinos such as Suquan, Valley View, and Hamul also plan to reopen this week. With all of the openings taking place, we're also getting closer to in-person dining in restaurants, but it's not necessarily a perfect solution for restaurant owners. 10 News reporter John Horn was on that story today. And John, uh, you found some restaurants that are looking for perhaps a unique solution about how to get enough customers into their business to make it worthwhile once things open up. 
Well, there are certainly concerns, Ben, because if you think about it from a restaurant's perspective, if you have to keep the tables, what, six feet apart, that's less space for people to come in. And if you're already on these razor thin margins and you're at what, 50% capacity, your rent is probably the same, the electric bill is the same, they're concerned that that they're not going to be able to make it. So now they're talking about expanding into the street right in front of them. Now, what are we talking about? Shutting down like lots of streets? What are some of the ideas being floated around? So right now, I'm just focusing in on North Park and the North Park Business Association, the Main Street Association, is pitching a plan where they would close a two block area of 30th Street from University to Polk on Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Friday, those basically those big days from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. and basically allow the restaurants to expand in front of their spaces. Now, it wouldn't be a free-for-all. They would have a lot of restrictions, reservations required, six feet apart, no mingling, 90 minutes at a time, no pets, no lingering, things like that. But this is all coming as the city itself is exploring an emergency ordinance that could pave the way for restaurants to actually expand into the public space, which is not usually easy to do. Well, it sounds like a lot of restrictions, but at this point, restaurant owners just looking for anything that can help them survive until we get a little bit closer to normal. Yeah, and and again, you know, the the, the restaurant margins are already so razor thin, and if you tell them they're only going to be able to do fifty percent capacity, it's a real problem. And and the second thing to to talk about here that we are missing is, you know, you go out to a restaurant with your friends, it's a fun time. You're going for the atmosphere, you're going for to get away, to to enjoy the evening. You're still talking about here where there's plexiglass potentially between the tables. The servers are staying six feet apart. They're going to be wearing masks. You can't see them smile. If you look at the governor's restrictions, there's even a restriction on putting a bowl of mints out at the front of the restaurant. They're saying, don't even do that. Put it, put it on the check if, if they request it. So all the things that we come to expect that we use our hard-earned money for to go out for that nice evening, it's going to look a lot different regardless of whether they say the tables can go inside or outside. Certainly an interesting idea. John, appreciate you spending a couple of minutes with us. Thank you. Sure. More help could be on the way for local businesses and families impacted by the pandemic. Tomorrow, Supervisors Nathan Fletcher and Diane Jacob will present a $34 million stimulus package during the Board of Supervisors meeting. They'll recommend $17 million go toward economic stimulus programs for restaurants and small businesses. $15 million would go to behavioral health services, and $2 million would be for child welfare services. Governor Gavin Newsom says pro sports could return to California in June. That would be without fans in the stands. The decision could allow the Padres to start a modified spring training at Petco Park if Major League Baseball owners and players can come to an agreement on how to get the season underway. MLB is targeting the first week of July for a potential opening day. A new coronavirus testing site opened this morning at SDCCU Stadium. It's open Monday through Saturday, 9 to 3. The county site is appointment only and can test up to 180 people per day. There's also a state-run walk-up testing site opening at the Tubman Chavez Center on Euclid and another testing site at the county assessor's office in El Cajon. Those open tomorrow, in addition to sites in Escondido and Chula Vista. To make an appointment, just call 211. An experimental vaccine against COVID-19 is showing positive results. Moderna says its vaccine is generating antibodies similar to those seen in people who have recovered from the virus. 
The company says the vaccine is in very early testing with eight healthy middle-aged volunteers. Researchers will next try to determine which dose is best for a trial they aim to start in July. Moderna says a high-dose version is being dropped after showing some short-term side effects. Dental offices around California started opening up today for non-emergency procedures, but if you do need your teeth cleaned, just how will that work? 10 News anchor Jim Patton had a chance to talk to Dr. Richard Nagy, president of the California Dental Association. So let's start off. What are the new rules now? What is different than, uh, say, last week? Well, uh, the rules are, uh, rules is like a, a technical word. Uh, what the recommended directive from the California Department of Public Health is that we can now expand seeing beyond dental emergencies, seeing those patients that we've had scheduled but we've put off the last almost two months. Um, we don't want to put them off anymore just because they can lead into an emergency if you're not treating their dental need. And so dental offices are geared up uh, to start prioritizing these patients um, and creating a very safe office for the patients to go to. And what might that include in terms of protecting not just the, you know, the, the health workers that are there and the patients as well? Yeah, so what's going to look different is typically there will be a conversation on the phone asking the patient a series of questions if they've been exposed to COVID-19, if they've had it themselves, or we'll ask them if they've had eight symptoms currently, such as a cough, a fever, a loss of taste or smell, muscle weakness, chills, those type of questions to see if anybody who's at risk, and if so, we will just put off seeing that patient until they're symptom-free. And when they come to the office, we'll be taking their temperature to make sure they're under 100.4 degrees. And when they come in, the office will look different. We want people not in the waiting rooms anymore. We want them in their cars, and we will text or call when it's you know your turn to come up. We're going to be scheduling the patients so they're staggered, so the, the flow into the office isn't like it has been before. There should be nobody in the waiting room. Um, there typically will be changes, such as no magazines in the waiting room. There'll be typically what's called sneeze guards and by the front desk. And then when the patient goes back to a treatment room, the dentist and the assistant and the hygienist will look different. Probably be wearing gowns, some type of face shield, mask, maybe hats or booties, depending on the procedure. Uh, they'll be getting a mouth rinse and being asked more questions. So that's what's going to look different. And this extra equipment that you talked about, I can't think of a, a perhaps a profession where it would be more critical, especially with a respiratory virus like this. Yeah, but it's really only when it comes to what's called aerosol production. And that's usually through the ultrasonics when you're getting your teeth cleaned or the high-speed handpiece when you're getting a tooth work done. But now we're really looking to see if we can minimize those aerosols, for instance, not using the ultrasonics or the polishing during a, a periodontal maintenance regular cleaning for a while until we get a better handle on this virus and there's a vaccine and we're comfortable that it's under control. So that'll look different. And then dentists may be using what's called rubber dams when they're working on a tooth to prevent the aerosol in a patient's mouth from being part of the aerosol when they're drilling on a tooth. So that's what, what may look different for people. So just want to make clear that things like cleanings, those are one of the things that have been approved, right? Well, so we're looking for people to have to treat patients so if you delay them any longer, they can have a problem. And there's people who have medical compromise, periodontal disease, who really do need to get their teeth clean, and that's called a periodontal maintenance. And those people 
should be seen right now. Should all the people be seen for a regular cleaning? In my opinion, no. Um, but if, again, we're trying to prioritize the greatest need. But that does include dental hygiene, yes. All right, Dr. Nagy, thank you so much for your time. I can't tell you how many times I've been told by my dentist that dental health is central to your overall health, and I'm sure you would agree. Oh my gosh, 100%. There's a lot of studies showing that oral health really does affect your overall health, as well as causing an increased number of people going to the emergency room just because they have a dental abscess, dental infection that's affecting their whole body. So we find that oral health can keep you alive and safe. Absolutely. Dr. Richard Nagy, president of the California Dental Association, thank you very much for your insights this morning. Thank you very much, Jim. We're also seeing more good news as the process of rebounding from the pandemic continues. How about a small business in San Diego that is thriving? Tomahawk Power sells construction equipment, but they've now adapted. They've repurposed a gas-powered backpack fogger, which is traditionally used for pesticides. Now it's being sold to disinfect large spaces. We did pivot quite a bit with this product uh, as you know, do, as a result of the coronavirus pandemic. So we have seen a huge uptick. The San Diego small business saw a 75% increase in sales in April. The fogger is being used at airports, for cruise ships, playgrounds all over the world. The fogger has a 30-foot reach and can disinfect a space the size of a football field in under 10 minutes. San Diego still faces a long road to recovery even after the pandemic subsides, but we haven't lost our way. We know who we are, a community that will meet the moment and rise above obstacles. ABC 10 News is committed to helping San Diegans recover from the turmoil created by the coronavirus. We will get back on our feet, find jobs, resources, and creative solutions to rebuild. Together, we'll find a way. For stories and more information on how we bounce back, go to 10news.com rebound. That's all for today. I'm Ben Higgins.